am on Firefox. Oh, we look. hear you. And we're live just for the record, just so you know. <laughs> well, nice. We, we hear you and we see you. All right. Disaster okay. uh, averted. averted. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like me and technology is just not great. Should I swap over to Chrome? I hate all it's of like, these. Oh, like... I, yeah, I, I, well, I could have told you it does work better in Chrome, but you're you're working now. So let's just leave it. <laughs> Let's leave okay. well enough alone. Uh, we'll just start the show from here, okay? So welcome, everybody, to another episode of Sex Wars. We have the elusive Sydney Watson. Elusive. <laughs> yeah. I, I Googled you yesterday to find, um, like, a photo of you for the thumbnail. And yeah. your podcast with Zuby Music that you did came up. Yeah. And I yeah, that's not it. mine, though. Yeah, that's not I, mine. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it, and he said... He introduced you as the elusive Sydney Watson, and it made me feel good because uh, I was like, it's oh, not I'm not the us. only one who has to wait three <laughs> weeks for a text back. No, I think that Zoobs uh, probably asked me like four or five times before I finally agreed. I'm just I'm just one of these difficult human beings that's difficult to pin down. So it's not it's not in any capacity personal. I'm just very like all over the shop most of the time. So don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I won't take it personally now that I know now that I know what happened to Zuby too. And yeah. also it's Australia Day today, which is perfect. Yeah, it right? is actually. I wish someone brought me Anzac cookies or something like that. Anzac biscuits. That would have been so great. But no one did, so I guess everyone hates me. Yeah, I don't know what the traditional what do you do? Just go out and oppress some indigenous people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we go we go and have uh, we go and have riots actually. That's how we uh, that's how we celebrate our uh, convict ancestry. That's generally how it is. Go and break into a store, set a fire. It's, it's the modus, op modus operandi usually. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, so I was I wanted to ask you this before the show started. I was hoping you'd mm -hmm. try a little bit early, but you can see what I have on screen on StreamYard. They can't see mm -hmm. that. So I was going to ask you, is it okay if we talk about this? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. In okay. fact, I, I would have been sad if you didn't bring this up because not too many. Oh, you actually were the one who found it in the first place and you sort of, you know, brought it to even my attention. So yeah, I, I, I would have been disappointed if not. But go yeah, for it. Okay, so we have a, a yeah something a video I tweeted out that went a little bit viral. It involves our our good friend Vosh. Let's play the <laughs> video clip here, and and then we'll talk about it after. So uh, hold on, where's my? Where's my? One sec. Real boomer hours today. Okay, here we go. Let me know if the yeah, audio is working. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it's really funny because um, I'm over here. Uh, just, you know what? Okay, I'm going to... Here, wait, hold on. I should probably move my webcam down because I'm, like, blocking their faces. I've been doing it the whole video. I just want to say, do you think it maybe speaks a little bit to the fact that we have a rape culture when we put six people in a room together to talk about Me Too and the four... when They're like, hey, who of you have experienced sexual assault and the four women sit down and they've all been raped and they all can barely choke out a coherent sentence uh, uh um like does it do we think this perhaps maybe slightly speaks to the fact that there's a problem like huh me too has gone too far false allegations are ruining people's lives okay who among you have experienced sexual assault and like every woman in the room starts crying like what <laughs> 
I almost every female friend I have has been uh, ex, ex, the the recipient of sexual assault or violence or rape or whatever at some point in their lives. Seriously, it's such a common thing. I think one in four is probably understating it significantly. I wouldn't be surprised if the rate for sexual assault on women over one's lifetime was as high as one in three or one in two. We just don't know because nobody fucking reports because reports aren't taken seriously. That's what Me Too is about. You're like, I don't think things are on the same level, but things impact you in like bizarre ways. But yeah, like because the perpetrator wasn't white um, and because he was like, I, I'm, you know, part of like a certain religion. Oh, uh, wait, are we being real? I and mean, the police were basically just like, we can't because um, of cultural differences, which I don't feel like is such a good. What? Bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me? Did she turn her fucking rape confession into how, onto how the rape fugees, fucking Ahmed Muhammad, raped her and the police were like, oh, we can't persecute brown people. Bullshit! Bullshit! In fucking Australia? Wow, first off, I'm terribly sorry, Sydney, for what happened to you. Um, I wasn't expecting that. And secondly, I'm terribly sorry that there's people like Bausch who uh, discredit your story when you go on, wow, sorry, when you go on the internet in front of millions of people and confess something like that, not confess, share something like that. That's a very personal story. And I'm sure your motives were to, um, to kind of share that with other potential victims and to have an open dialogue with other women. I was not aware of this. I, sorry, I reacted. I feel um, bad for laughing, someone... but that, that's my reaction. It's just so yeah. fucked, you know, and it's dark. And that's how I, that's how I react. I always like laugh as a, like a defense mechanism or whatever. My dog's mad. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, um, I really, I really appreciate you saying that. Like, truthfully, I do. That's, that's, I mean, look at the end of the day, um, I, it's one of those things that I just don't talk about because I think that some people react sort of not terrifically nicely towards it. And, but also because I don't really think it's anyone else's business, but actually on the day that that happened that we were filming and when they asked us that question at the end, you know, who of you basically have experienced or have come into contact with sexual assault or sexual harassment and what have you, I sort of debated whether or not to sit down or whether or not to talk about it. And I thought, you know what, I might as well. And also I was very jet lagged at the time. I'd just flown back um, to the US from Australia. So, you know, I don't, I'm not a crier. I'm not a like emotional person by any stretch of the imagination. So it was just a real buildup of everything um, at the time. And when I actually watched that clip, um, back, you know, from Bosch's reaction, I just, I, I just felt like this is why people like me hate people like you, because, um, my story, what happened to me is not uncommon. Even if you Google it, you'll find tons of other articles of women saying the same thing where the court system, police officers, what have you responded in a way that basically denied that woman or that person the chance to actually seek any justice because they're lazy, because the whole sentiment here is, oh, well, it's a cultural thing. Oh, yeah, some cultures just don't respect women as much as others. So, you know, for me, it was a slap in the face to hear that. Um, I, I guess I laughed as well, to be completely honest, because what else do you do? If I don't laugh, I might, you know, go outside and cry, <laughs> which I don't think is helpful. So 
um, yeah, it's insulting, I guess, is the main thing. But I, I just feel bad for other women who are in my shoes, who know what I've been through and have been through the same thing. Listening to someone say that sort of thing, it's just disgusting. Um, That's my take anyway. Yeah, one other thing is he started off his statement about how a lot of women have been raped and are not believed mm -hmm. and are not taken seriously. And then he turned around and did not believe you and did not take you seriously because of the race, ethnicity, religion, what have you, the yeah. identity of the accused. Um, yeah, for sure. That, mm -hmm. that he just proved why women in your shoes don't come forward with his own actions. Yeah, yeah he did, he no, did exactly. A total 180 there. And uh, after the tweet went viral, he did a video. So he did like a stream where he talked about it. And I didn't watch it. It's been a while. So I can't remember exactly what he said, but he basically tried to make the case that the reason he didn't believe you is because the story you were telling was just this absolutely preposterous, like right wing grift, you know, like, like totally hitting everything just on the nose. But and you already you already mentioned this, but I just want to reinforce what you said, which is that th this does happen. There's many documented cases of it. You can find it in articles. Uh, I've been working on a documentary about the grooming gangs in um, the UK. I'm going to be releasing that later. But so I've done so much research into this myself. And there's articles from like 2007 of people talking about this saying like that we went to the, we went to the police and tried to get help and they said oh we're not going to touch that you know we'll be accused of if we try to stop these guys from like having sex with your daughter we'll be accused of racism they, yeah. straight, there, there's so many anecdotes of that that it, yeah can, people can't just be making this up for yeah. what well, for why, why? To, to demonize the police yeah. like what are you getting, there's you know? Yeah, there's another another point, and it, it's kind of related. Um, in America, 60% of black girls are sexually assaulted in some manner before they reach 18. Now, mm -hmm. of course, you can, stats are what they will be. So 60%, say if it's only 20% of black girls. And the reason that it's so grossly underreported is because it tends to be family members or people that are very close to them. And it tends to be intraracial sexual violence. Um, and I'm not saying, well, I, I don't like it when people say, well, if the race were different, we'd care because I mean, eh, that kind of goes both ways. But mm -hmm. there is a gross, gross underreporting of these cases among young black girls because they don't want the narrative to be that black men are sexually assaulting the women within their own communities. So yeah, I, again, I'm sorry, I didn't expect that video. I, I was not aware of that. So I, I kind of- No, <laughs> don't, no, I mean, I, okay. again, like, yeah, please don't, please don't feel like, you know, or embarrassed yeah, it, or upset or anything. Like I'm, it's, it's fine, truly. Like I'm not, I think it's really lovely that, I mean, I'm sad, I'm sorry that it seems like you're sad. I'm sorry for well, that, I, truly. I, I don't like the way that he reacted because I've, I've known girls and I'm not going to go, I've talked about this on my own podcast a few years ago. I've, I've known girls that have gone through what you went through and had the exact mm -hmm. same situation. And I, I've promised not to disclose again. Um, Cause I, mm -hmm. I think I spoke, I, I was too candid in the past with who I was referring to, but um, right. yeah, it's, it's messed up. And I don't think any woman or man, I don't think anybody should feel like they can't come forward when they're a victim of any kind of crime. I mean, my car has been broken into in my adult life three whole times. Do I think that we live in a culture where uh, we accept that cars get broken into? No, I do not. But I've been a victim mm -hmm. of that three times. 
adult um, life three I think you know I I don't think that America or Australia is a rape culture because yeah. that is not if if we were in a rape culture it would be legal but yeah. for him to turn around and say that you weren't raped and to call you a right-wing grifter I mean does he does he not realize that maybe part of your political views or your your worldly outlook might have to do with your own personal experiences does he even you know i mean i I've, I've known plenty of women who don't like men in general because they've been sexually violated by them for so many times i yeah. wouldn't say i wouldn't say that we live in a rape culture though so anyway yeah it's pretty myopic though i mean like but i think that's how he approaches most things he's pretty myopic and and he doesn't understand nuance and i think look at the end of the day that sounds that's more like a, a him problem than an us problem i think in this particular case i think what pissed me off so much is that if you go on reddit and you search me um which is never a fun experience for any of us uh you'll find all his followers basically saying that you know i made it up or whatever and and that i'm using this as you know yeah like you said like a, a right-wing grift and I think there's two things I think here. Firstly, why would I make that up? I mean, for, for what purpose? I mean, I'm someone who finds being emotionally vulnerable kind of embarrassing. Why on earth would, like you said, why would I say this to for millions most, of people to see? Yeah, like most right-wing women hide facts. I've heard girls behind the scenes that won't come forward because they're afraid that it that it proves the leftist narrative that we live in a rape culture. So right. I... Yeah. Yeah. And then it, and it, and a lot of women feel it makes them look weak as yeah, well. That, sure. Well, I, I can what did you to do that. to put yourself in that situation? Because a lot of people on the right tend to think that women can do something to combat it mm -hmm. or that women can avoid those situations. There are some that go too far to the extreme to the point where they believe that if you were violated, you somehow had a play in that. Um, right. Yeah. And I don't agree with that either. Um, but yeah, there's just this, just that whole, oh my God, I can't believe. You okay, just, Annika? Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm so frustrated because I, because he just sat there and said that women don't report it. And then he turns around and says that. He's a real piece lying. of shit. He's a real piece yeah, of shit. There's, I mean, there's, there's even police stuff that verifies what I said. I mean, like I went to the police station. I have you know a victim statement that i went through with them they chased down people who were present this happened on an airplane so i want to qualify i don't want any misinformation surrounding this i wasn't raped in the sense that like you know no one held me down and and did something to me but i was sexually assaulted you know i don't want to get into details because like i find it so embarrassing i'm so embarrassed i don't know whether or not that's yeah. like a correct response to have or you know, I'm not out and proud here going like, oh, look at me, like, aren't I great? No, it's that's not my reaction at all. So, um, you know, the fact that being called a liar is certainly one thing, uh, but being called a liar when I have proof, or at least, you know, when I have enough people involved that, that there's corroborating evidence is just such a slap in the face. And the worst part is um, a journalist actually tracked me down based on the interviews that I gave to the police because this does happen a buttload on airplanes as that's a complete aside and this this journalist tracked me down for from a major australian outlet and interviewed me there is tv evidence of me discussing this and him with all the redacted um interview documents and things like again i'm not making this up it's just um ah, vosh is a butthole yeah. and that's that's where i'm at <laughs> yeah the far left's reaction to women uh, you know, making the statements like what you've made against 
that group, um, mm -hmm. their reaction actually fuels the right wing conspiracy theories that it's all immigrant men, that they're just, they're coming in in droves. They fuel those conspiracy theories by not taking it seriously in the first place. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. I'm better. I'm done. Yeah, they've, they've <laughs> learned nothing from the Rotherham and all this. It's, you know, 10, a few years go by and it's all down the memory hole and let's repeat the same mistakes. Let's use political correctness to, to hide anything we don't want to talk about. Anyway, though, we, we have a couple uh, fun things to cover on the show. We started off kind of dark there, but uh, we, we can move on to some, some, we don't have to let Vosh uh, ruin all our fun here. Uh, I, I did want to interject too. While we were playing the video, our friend Baring showed up in the chat and gave us shit for saying that it's Australia Day, which because it ended yesterday in Australia, <laughs> yeah. or it already ended in in Australian time. But uh, I, he's probably gone already. But hi, Baring. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, oh, I so, love Baring. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Sure. So one of the things I wanted to go over is the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff. Annika was starting to get into this a little bit before you joined the stream. Um, th this is a thing that's been going for like four years plus now. And we've never talked about it on Sex Wars, even though there's a lot, people are really interested in it. There's like almost YouTube channels that are like almost dedicated to just covering this and getting like millions of views and stuff like that. So... Uh, there's been some recent developments where I, I wanted to finally go over it a little bit because it's kind of interesting. But we'll start with a quick recap of just some of the basic stuff. So uh, here's this uh, BBC article I have pulled up. And it says that uh, in 2016, she ever heard asked for a restraining order against Johnny Depp, said that he was physically abusive and this blew up in the media, as you'd expect with a celebrity couple. She got the restraining order. They got divorced. And uh, Amber Heard was given like a $7 million settlement in the divorce. Um, Johnny Depp always claimed from the beginning that he had never hit her. Uh, there was a picture of her with a black eye and Johnny Depp claimed that she had actually put on makeup, like that she had gone to those lengths of faking the abuse. And Johnny Depp ended up suing the Sun newspaper who covered this and called him a wife. I'm a wife. Yeah, yeah. Now there's reasons I was reading. There's some legal reasons he went after the Sun. one of which is so that the jurisdiction would be in the UK because apparently there to win it, if you sue someone for defamation, they have to prove that what they said is true. Whereas in the US, you have to prove that what they said isn't true, right? So it put like more of the uh, onus on her. Now, as this uh, defamation case went on, things started to come out, including some leaked audio. Can I add one clarification? That 7 million settlement was based on the fact that she told the courts prior to the settlement that she was going to give 100% of the proceeds to charity. Right. That, okay. So that's why, so they didn't give her 7 million because they believed her to get beaten. They gave her 7 million to give to charity. Right, she did say that. And also I just wanna reiterate, they were married for one year. So $7 million payout for what? I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't make that kind of money in a year. It seems like not a bad deal. 
Mary Johnny Depp for a year gets seven million bucks. Um, he's a cool guy though. Have, yeah, I mean, you know, he's got he's, he's got his silent. problems. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that too. But have you guys heard this audio before? Have you listened to it? Yes, this came I, out I, like years ago. Know. Okay, so yeah, I, I've heard it all. But so the, yeah, the, I keep going. Yeah, the whole audio is like forty five minutes long or something. I just have like a two minute highlight here that I'm gonna play for people who haven't heard it. So we'll just give this a quick listen. Be violent with me. I texted Travis. I said, "Come up here," because I, I didn't want anything to, to happen. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming to what? Save me? No, go ahead. Continue. You, you, you. Travis, do the rescue. No, that, no, that was the last one. You can go. Uh, you go. That was the last insult. Okay. You, you, you called me a liar, and yet, yeah. Yet. I watched you lie. You called me a liar. I watched you lie. I You're heard it. I was right shit. there. There's no what. You still haven't told me what lie it is. We'll but yet to, every single fucking time. We'll you know you Chavis. do this every single fucking we'll time. We'll talk to Chavis. I'm not fucking talking to nobody. No, Fuck that. You fucking... go fucking jerk. Go jerk him off. I don't care. I really could care less. It's you every single time. You latch onto some sort of thing. When I already told you, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. You don't even know what you're talking about. You still haven't even told me what it is. But run with it. You I have told you what it is. No, you haven't. I said to Travis, I said, Good. no, I said to you, hey, okay. tell Travis what just happened. You, oh, you told me to do it. You yeah. told me to. You said, go do that. I said, no, t- tell him what just happened. And I lied. And that you punched me in the You're fucking right. thing and you, you in the face. Out. And you said, no, fuck it. No, I didn't. What the fuck are you talking about? And I, I watched you lie. You. And then I, I didn't I punch s- you, and by the I- way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you, uh, uh, hit you. Me across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you, even a lot of fights have been around a long time. I know. Yeah, no, I when you fucking have a closed you fist. You get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this. But I did not punch you. I did not fucking deck you. I fucking was hitting you. you I don't know what me. the motion of my actual hand was. But you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are your toes? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? How are you I, I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. Oh, That's the difference between me those. and you. You're a fucking baby. Because you start you physical fights? You're such a baby! Because Grow you, the fuck up, Because you start Johnny. physical fights? I did start a physical fight. Yeah, you did, so I had because... to get the fuck out of Alright. So, like, like I said, that <sighs> whole co- that tape is like 45 minutes long, so that's just a little slice of it. Do you guys, Sydney? Do you have anything you want to say? Cause I have, I do, but you go first if you like. Oh, I, I probably we probably have similar stuff to say about this. The first time I listened to it, I was like, mm, I'm glad to know that there's a difference apparently between hitting and punching someone, and that somehow makes it better. I don't know. Is that is that normal? Do normal people say these things? I don't know, man. Like every time there's an update when it comes to this story, I just I think these people are nuts specifically Amber Heard, because what's frustrating me with the way that people talk about this is, and, and I don't know if you if you guys have uh, seen this or read about this, but, you know, there's uh, other audio of her basically saying that no one would ever believe Johnny Depp. Yep, um, exactly. To, yeah. yeah, like when it comes to Cora, because she's a woman and she's a small woman at that. There's audio of him basically saying, like, my kids go to school and people call their dad a wife beater and and say all these horrible things like you're ruining my kids lives. And it just almost seems like she's got no remorse. And 
look, I mean, at the end of the day, it's weird to me how when we talk about this, we fixate apparently on what he's done rather than her behavior. And it's weird, too, that he's being basically ostracized and punished, that he's currently radioactive in Hollywood. Nothing's happened to her. I just I don't understand. Well, it, it, the chickens are coming home to roost. <laughs> Right. So, maybe. Um, so let's not get ahead of ourselves yet. Okay. Here. Don't don't give the spoiler okay. away. Well, um, okay. Socially, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are against her. Um, one other thing right. I'd like to note is when, so when women have claimed um, any kind of abuse, especially from a spouse or a living, you know, like a domestic partner, um, the way that she was speaking to him, the way she was um, talking down at him, and she was up, kind of in it, she's a sounded as though she was up in his face. Um, women that are being beaten and abused don't act that way. They don't mm -hmm. mouth off to a guy like that. She would be scared. She would be, okay, whatever you say, Johnny. Like, I'm not saying every single time, but the police would hear that and they'd be like, she doesn't sound like a beaten wife. She sounds like an abuser, just the tone of her voice, the way she's speaking to him. And I have no problem with them fighting. They can fight it out all day. But when she's going to turn around and act like she was this, this beaten puppy for a year, if you look at all the videos of them out in public, when they've gone to award show, she's smiling and grinning, laughing it up for the camera. And he's always got like a really timid look on his face, like he's looking mm -hmm. around. And you could say that there were drugs involved. I don't know. Also, another thing, one of her evidence, evidence photos that she posted of him, uh, it was a table full of like drugs and such. Um, the photo was very old. There had been something on the table that had a date on it. And there was a phone that was like three versions older. Not that celebrities always have the latest and greatest phones, but her evidence against him is always like just bullshit versus his <laughs> evidence against her is like actual audio recordings where she's admitting guilt. Yeah, so she did secretly record him too, and we're gonna play that clip. I got it. it's a two minute video, but I just my two cents on this that I agree with like what you guys are saying, but I also just want to say that, and this is this becomes really clear when you listen to the full forty five minute audio, is that there is a lot of alcohol involved, probably drugs too, but there's de this is definitely like alcohol fueled kind of fighting like when you listen to the whole thing where they're just yelling and going at each other oh and it's it's all so petty and not like me i'm just thinking like like i would walk away out like the, you know what i mean like it's hard to understand almost if you're sober how people can go at that and that that's like johnny's fatal flaw right like i, I know where everybody's kind of like team johnny but at the same time he kind of did this to him like he this he wouldn't be dealing with all this bullshit if he didn't have the alcohol abuse problem that's my like i think that's worth and noting. to note he left his wife of 25 years for this woman yeah well, shut I, up I think, like, he did 14. not no, yes think, he did well, it was, like, yes he did years, in fact yeah. she's right. okay well it was it, they had known each other for i think 25 okay. years or something but um <sighs> and he everyone has great things to say about him and nobody believes the Johnny Depp that Amber Heard has uh, has described, even his, well, his ex-wife. That's true. Yeah. Didn't she beat? Yeah. Didn't didn't she beat though someone? Oh, like an ex? Didn't she beat an ex-girlfriend though, she, or, or she got violent with an ex-girlfriend? She was also yeah. married to a woman, and they left their wives for each other. And Johnny Depp is like twenty five years older than her, or something. Not uh, you know, which is based in red pill. <laughs> 
or not. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely like a. It's not. It, th- honestly, I'm pretty sure that she's that she's beat up on other people before, and that's in her like background. Um, lesbians, quick, quick little uh stat. Lesbians actually have the highest instances of it, uh, domestic violence that's, among that all true. groups. That is true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like basically people who know Johnny, like his ex-girlfriends have come out and defended him. Whereas there's like, I think she had like at least like a former assistant who came out and said that she's like crazy. But okay, let's play the video. This is like her evidence where she secretly recorded Johnny. So we're going to show both sides of the story here. Did something happen to you this morning? I don't think so. Um, no, that's the thing. You want to see crazy? I'll give you fucking crazy. That's crazy. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're crazy. Have you drunk this whole thing this morning? Oh, he got this. <laughs> got this going. Oh, really? Really? So she laughed there when she picked up the phone. She was like, ha ha, got him. But uh, yeah, yeah he's, um, so he's, he's, a, her, he's a real like, life Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never actually seen that in full or like um, good quality, a good quality version of that video. Every single one I've ever seen is super grainy. You can't even see what's going on. But I don't know. Is, is him smashing things? Is that supposed to be indicative of him hitting her? Well, OK, so. A little bit of context, when Johnny was asked about this clip during the trial, he said he had just found out that morning that his like manager or agent or whatever had stolen like $600 million from him or and that he like owed $100 million in unpaid taxes and that he's basically like bankrupt. So, so she's hmm. taking advantage of him when he's in a situation, when he's emotionally distraught. Also, she filed for divorce three days after his mother died. So uh, just to let you guys know, this woman is very emotionally abusive. She uses him at his weakest against him. Yeah, most I would be pissed off if somebody stole $600 million from me. Yeah, so, so yeah I mean, I probably would pour. Yeah, 
I drink a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. Someone said in the chat, his life seems miserable. And, um, it, you know, it, it just always goes to show because we, we had this guy on the show uh, two episodes ago who like we were was talking about how he's like getting laid with all these good looking women. And we asked him if he was happy and he's no. And people in the comments are saying like, well, Robin Williams wasn't happy. And like that proves that it's impossible to be happy. And again, I just go back to like, you know, if you're not sober, then you're going to be more likely to have problems. That was Robin Williams problem. That's Johnny Depp's problem. These guys have these drug and alcohol problems that get out of control and it, it just spirals into other problems in life, right? If you're sober, you're probably going to notice when the first hundred million dollars disappears, you know what I'm saying? Like there's um, also also when people know that you're either uh, it, when you're substance addicted or you have any kind of addiction at all or compulsion, people are going to use that against you and you're going to be a target. You know, it's um, so. I mean, it's a weird one because like uh, so I, for a couple years ago when I was uh, in my early, early 20s, I dated someone who was uh, a drug abuser and had an ice, oh, sorry, a meth problem. I always do that. I always use like Australian terms and then I'm like, Americans don't know what that is. Yeah, no, we know um, what ice. Okay, you call it ice good, okay. We, we have YouTube. <laughs> we have oh, Dateline. Good. That's oh, how good. I learn most of my drug terms is on Dateline. <laughs> um, I dated someone who had a drug problem uh, for, we were together for almost two years. And, you know, they're, <laughs> they're kind of erratic people. So on one hand, I understand how there is an argument to be made that they are physically abusive because sometimes they can be and they are. Um, I don't know too much about the alcoholism side of things, but certainly, I mean, it sounds like from what I get from their relationship, you know, as as because as, I apparently know so much because I'm in it. Um, it just sounds like the two of them both abuse substances and then take that out on each other, I guess, in a sense. So, it, I mean, I guess it's hard to make sense of it if you're not directly involved, or you don't know people directly. But um, I, I think that's why on one hand, I find what sometimes what she says, I'm like, yeah, okay, like I can maybe understand it if he is abusing substances and alcohol. But by the same token, I'm like, lady, if you're filming someone having a meltdown, because you're trying to prove like you're setting them up to look like they're abusing you, you're probably a dirtball. Yeah, definitely. Mm. She she definitely knew about his problems before she got married too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that makes it right. But uh, one thing that strikes me as odd is the number of people that I see who suffer from depression or mental illness, uh, uh, more on the depressant side rather than the manic side, that abuse either marijuana or alcohol, both which are depressants. So while they're taking them for their depression, it often um, pushes them further into their depressant hole. So, And mm -hmm. alcohol is very famous for that people taking it to get over get over how they feel and it just makes it worse and when you're when oh, you're yeah. not sober you can't think straight you're not you especially someone like him he clearly is a stylist he has accountants i think the woman that you mentioned earlier lp um you said her assistant it was actually a housekeeper of hers that had kind of rolled on her and said that she um that she lied about the black eye so yeah. um but yeah that was i I know everything about their, their okay. relationship. I, well, I have a, I have yeah, you know a clip. lot. You're on top of yeah, it. You're well, on top, you did yeah, better research yeah. than me. I have another clip well, I want to yeah. play for you guys, which is uh, this was not related to the Amber Heard stuff, but this happened after the um, after the divorce settlement. 
And uh, I wanted to, I think this is relevant. So I'll just play it. Jesus Christ. Can you bring Trump here? No! No, just to. Uh, no, 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 you've misunderstood completely. Just to give him some love and rehabilitation. I think he needs help. Yeah. I'm just going to be in the press, it'll be horrible. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like that you're all a part of it. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? So that's Johnny Depp making a joke about assassinating Trump. And I just wanted to play that because he's obviously at a really low point in his life behind the scenes when this is going on. And this kind of just, again, reinforces what I've been trying to show people on Twitter when I do the depression checking people and shit is like, um, I, are you guys familiar with moral licensing with that? Con they, they've done studies no. on this that show that if people do a good deed, then they're more likely to cheat or take advantage of something. It's like they feel like they've earned the right to be bad. And what I think is that there's like this kind of like moral compensation thing where people who are low in self-respect because their personal life is not going well, they'll go out and virtue signal and shit like that as a way to compensate for their own lack of self-respect. So Johnny's probably feeling like shit. And so he goes up there and he's like, maybe I should assassinate Trump and everybody cheers, you know, and that's him trying to get like like a fix to for what's wrong in his life you know yeah I mean, it's, a, um, it's an idea I, yeah I, I mean it's like male feminists and what happened in hollywood that if you look at all of all of the big big men who were accused by multiple victims a lot of them had given to feminist causes they had hired women um they surrounded themselves with um pro feminism things and then so it was okay if they sexually assaulted a woman i think that's kind of the same and it also it hides them does that make sense yeah that i don't I, think sydney I, is sold on my theory <laughs> yeah no i'm not i mean no i'm sorry i mean it's just because like i get i get what you guys are saying but i also think that if you're going to get up on a stage and say to people i want to assassinate effectively like a sitting president whether you're kidding or not, whether it's supposed to be validating some sense of, you know, like entrenched, I don't know, insecurity that you have, or it's supposed to reflect how crap your life is at the time. Um, I just don't, I can't reconcile that. And I know plenty of people who've been through some rough stuff and just don't act out negative things to the people around them. And look, I'm not saying that everyone acts the same way. I'm not saying that people deal with trauma and abuse the same way. Uh, obviously, I mean, that's, Definitely, definitely not a viewpoint that I have, but yeah, I'm just, I'm not sold. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay, I can, but I, do you, what do you think, <laughs> like, just to really quickly, do you have a, your theories on what makes somebody like an SJW? What would make somebody, is it, they're like, just yeah, so signaling it's, it's, for clout? Like, what do you, how, what do you chalk this up to? Like this specific sort of behavior, I think that, yeah, this is probably someone who wants validation. I mean, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe this is someone who feels really, really down in the dumps and wants validation. Maybe that's what it is. I think what makes people SJWs, though, is, yes, on one hand, validation. Also, it's funny, a friend of mine forced me to do this, uh, this test once to like, 
basically put me in the political spectrum where I would sit. And then you have to answer all these questions about justice and, and all these sort of things. And basically the test was trying to determine why some people swing so far to the left and why people swing so far to the right. And I think a lot of these people are toxically empathetic and they're toxically positive. And so that toxicity basically goes out the, 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 and they take and that toxicity world. and they go out into the world and, and, and do their weird SJW stuff in this quest for, you know, I guess, justice and what have you. Okay, that's, have that's my. Mm. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I have a bit to add to what you just said, and it's kind mm. of a theory I've been mulling around. Um, so in the past, I've mentioned that uh, the left tends to kind of not fetishize, but they tend to put weakness on a pedestal. And I think yeah. a lot of these liberal types, um, which I mean, it goes along with what you were saying. I think a lot of them, they feel guilty for being rich. They feel guilty for being successful because they know not everybody has that. So they, I don't, it's not that they don't like themselves, but it's that they feel like, well, it's okay if I spend millions and millions of dollars, as long as I go on Twitter and say that I hate the president, or as long as I, I posture that I'm a good guy too. It's okay, as long as I say I hate other straight white males, it's okay if I exist as a successful straight white male. And I think a lot of it is, um, yeah, they don't, they don't want others to not like them, so they pretend in a way that they are actually just like you. They try to be relatable, does that make sense? And similar to what, um, what uh, Madonna attempted to do at the beginning of, the, um, of COVID, the lockdown when she sat in the bathtub in rose petals, uh, she lost her so fucking cringe. mind. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. I was talking about how this was bad. That was like insanity. This is what yeah. unifies us all is COVID. Yeah, because we're all we're all in a multi-million-dollar mansion in a bathtub of rose petals with nothing oh, to like, worry about and a professional chef. Who was that other? Um, there was another singer, Sam. His name escapes me. He's the one who says he's non-binary. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there was, yeah, the same thing, crying out on the porch, like, look how relatable I am because of lockdown. Oh, woe is me. While people are quite literally the, losing their guys, jobs and starving. Their if homes, you guys remember yeah. all the actors and actresses singing uh, Imagine by John Lennon. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like that was so long ago now. And, and now that we're into 2021, like looking back on these things, I feel like I've blocked a lot of them yeah. out. I just, I don't <laughs> want the to. Trauma that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, I think you're right. That's probably part of it too. Yeah, if they virtue signal on the internet, then it actually sort of maybe, uh, I don't know, satisfies this thing internally that makes them feel less bad about themselves for having things. Maybe that's what celebrities do. Yeah, I mean, I think about this all the time. I, I for just to like clarify my theory a little bit, I don't think that this is like a conscious thing. I don't think they're saying to themselves like, oh, I'll feel better if I go out yeah. and do social justice activism. I think it's just like more of a subconscious yeah, they, I agree. This I see other people doing this and like, oh, this is what I, this is like morality. This is what you do to be a moral person. So they're compensating yeah. for what they know they have their own lack of morality and they're trying to make up for mm -hmm. it in a, in a way that is just doesn't work because it's more superficial. Anyway, to we're running out of time, so I'm going to push it forward. To put a cap on the whole Johnny Depp story here, uh, Johnny lost the lawsuit so in, in spite of all this evidence and, and everything, like her saying she hit him, her, her like all he lost. There, there's like a bunch more too. like he did a deposition where he showed how like she like chopped off the tip of his finger or some shit. Yeah, she threw a bottle. Yeah. 
That happened in Australia. Thank you, Australia. <laughs> so I'm not, not going to play all that, but there. So he lost his lawsuit. Sadly, the the good guy lost. And uh, well, it happened in the UK. That shouldn't shock anyone. Anything like that, defamation, libel, slander-wise, that happens in the UK, you're probably going to lose. Let's be real. Uh, actually, I read a story about a guy who got called like a Nazi on like a forum that had a hundred people, and he sued for like a hundred thousand dollars in losses a long time ago. But Get I don't out. have the details. But I, I know because I used that in a video about Kraut in T a long time ago when he was calling down races. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so. The last thing, the last like latest development here is that Johnny Depp has come out and said that uh, Amber Heard never donated the money. To, as, as Annika was saying, she said she was going to give all the money. I'm actually, I'll have a, a little tiny clip here to play for you guys. The last one on this segment. All kinds of accusations uh, flying your way when you said all this, and then there was a divorce settlement. You got seven million dollars. People were saying this is all about the money. But then you did something that uh, twisted that whole argument. What did you do with that money? Seven million dollars in total was donated to. I split it between the ACLU and Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. I see more power to you because that's that's something that I've never heard. I wanted of, uh... nothing. And furthermore. All right. So she wanted nothing. <laughs> yeah, and she she actually says past tense, like I donated this money, but it's come out. Her lawyers, in response to Johnny Depp saying she didn't do it, have basically had to admit she hasn't done it. She's only given one hundred thousand dollars. No, 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 no. No, she hadn't given Somebody any. I, I believe. Here comes no, Annika hold on. with the hot tea. LP, LP. <laughs> yes, I'm going to start a drama channel <laughs> dedicated to Amber Heard. No, she did not donate a hundred thousand. Somebody donated a hundred thousand dollars anonymously in her name. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think it might have been Elon Musk. They did out. also they did also say I was reading I believe it was from her attorney who said that she had intended at some point to donate that 7 million. So she and actually hasn't donated a penny. Yeah, her point. excuse is that he's keeping her tied up in legal battles and um they've also they there's a lot of people that have talked about the timeline here. Um he didn't sue her until like a year or two after the money was given to her. So her timeline doesn't even add up. Right, because they, they were saying the that she couldn't donate the money because of the lawsuit, but she yeah. had the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she a liar. Also, that's, that's like the, to, long story yeah. short, Amber Heard's a piece of shit and a liar. That's yeah. basically and the, an abuser. the she's a, she's a And an abuser. And an abuser, yeah. And an abuser yeah. That's the big. So. Hopefully, hopefully, now we're all gonna get sued. there's justice at some point. <laughs> Okay, uh, I have another story I want to go over. Um, we are, we have been going for a while. So, you know, Sydney, if, if you have to leave or whatever, uh, that's okay. Um, just let us know. But I want to talk about this thing that happened recently with this uh, Playmate test. This is an OnlyFans creator. And you did a video on OnlyFans recently, Sydney. You talked about, you know, lonely men and kind of, the situation. What? Mm -hmm. Why don't you give for people who didn't watch that? Why don't you give them your your quick take on the whole OnlyFans situation? 
I don't want to take credit for this idea because I certainly wasn't the first person to make this video, but uh, so someone else actually made a video called The Lonely Fans of OnlyFans and it's great. I cannot remember for the life of me the guy who made it, but just Google that name and or search that name and you can find the video. But I watched that because I wanted to make content about OnlyFans and basically this phenomenon of young women making content like this. And what I found instead was really the concept that the reason that men subscribe to these women is largely because they're lonely and because they want human interaction, because they want female interaction and because it's a low effort female interaction. Because, I mean, realistically, porn is out there for free. You know, you can get that 24-7, basically. Why are you paying for content from someone when you can theoretically just do the same thing and it'll cost you nothing? And so when you look into uh, loneliness rates, as p- particularly among men, is sky high, has been for years. Um, And then when you look at, you know, how many people don't have friends and these sort of numbers, it really draws together a picture that says that a lot of these men are doing this because they just want something and someone in their lives. And that Lonely Fans of Only Fans video was brilliant. The guy went out and he actually interviewed people who do subscribe to these women and they admitted to being lonely. That's the reason that they subscribe. After my video, I caught a lot of heat for it. A lot of people got really mad and they were like, oh, man, this feels like man shaming. And I'm like, no, I'm just presenting a different idea. Um, but I actually got a ton of messages and comments and emails and things from men basically saying, I'm an OnlyFans subscriber and you've hit the nail on the head. I just want someone or something to interact with. And it made me sad. Like it made me really sad for the state of things because I, I think the women are lonely too. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of these profiles. I've clicked on a few because I'm always I'm always curious if it'll say like what percentage they're in. That's the thing that always draws mm-hmm. me in when I see these people on Twitter. And uh, right. I, what I noticed through doing that is a lot of them say in their like in their bio where they're trying to sell you. I respond to every message. That's like a yeah. sell. That's a selling point that the, a lot of them are yep. using, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. And the, or they do like specific content, you know, that they'll like do requests that people ask of them. It's not just like one size fits all. If someone DMs them and says, hey, like, can you send me some pictures of your feet? They'll probably be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it for like a premium here. Um, and I think it goes to show that when you look at, uh, particularly on Twitter, a lot of these women, and I don't know if how common this is, so I'm, I don't want anyone to think that I'm making a huge statement here about this, but um, I think a lot of these women are single and they too are lonely because I don't know anyone who wants to date someone who has an OnlyFans. Maybe that's because I'm in conservative circles. I don't know. but Yeah, it's because you're in conservative circles. Okay. There's, a, there's a surprising <laughs> number of women who are in in relationships, long-term relationships that are into either prostitution, e-prostitution, whatever. And are they... even more disturbing to me, yeah. but there are, there's no shortage of men who will date a woman like this. Oh, why? Um, why? I mean, I don't want to... Lonely. They're lonely. They, and also, we spoke to a guy, Vegan Gaines. He is quite proud of the fact that men are jerking off to his woman. Um, we've spoken to a couple of guys that are yeah, involved being, on being that side of just, He's counting his money. He's saying, yep. well, do you know how much money my wife makes on there? You know, yep. PS5 yep. secured, baby. Yep. Uh, but So listen, you guys. They see it as a I have a treat for you because we found the worst person on OnlyFans. The worst person. This is a, a clip from a girl on a live stream who ended up making fun of a cancer patient. So let me give this a little play. This is a, one of the top creators on OnlyFans. You literally look like a trash can. Look at your forehead. It's. Are you wearing a wig? Take off your wig. Take off your fucking wig. Take off your fucking wig. 
Take off your wig, you big bitch. Take off your wig. I don't need Take it is a wig. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Leukemia? Do you have cancer? Oh my fucking god, do you have fucking cancer? You are such a loser. You're wearing a wig because you're bald, huh? Not the nicotine addiction. Not the cancer. You have fucking cancer. You are such a loser. How pathetic can you be? You're fat, you're ugly, you look deformed, you're poor, and you have fucking cancer and no hair. And your wig's fucking crooked, by the way. Fix that. Take off your wig. Don't be a pussy. Take off your wig, leukemia, bitch. <laughs> you have fucking cancer. You're such a loser. Oh my god, I can't. So, what's it like having fucking cancer and having to wear a wig? All right, so that goes on for several more minutes, but I think you get the idea. Uh, are you okay, Sydney? No, no, I'm fine. I just had an. Are you gonna cry? You can cry it out, Sydney. It's okay. We're all we're all friends here. Um, no, what bothers me is her like gum to teeth ratio. That's yeah. I, like I that. didn't realize that was female. <laughs> sorry. Not to, not to be rude, not to transplain or whatever, but I was uh, I was trying to figure that one out. Yeah, um, no, I'm definitely not crying, guys. If I was, it would probably be. I just had an itch. My nose is itchy. Um, it would be. I would be upset over over the teeth thing. Sorry, that's so mean. I try not to pick up. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's I like, think she's yeah. not very likable. She kind of earned that one though. So yeah, as, as you can imagine, when when the internet got a hold of this, they weren't impressed, and mm -hmm. so a lot of people started going to her because she has a YouTube channel too. They started going there and and like downvoting her videos, calling her, you know, telling her to, you know, go die in Minecraft or whatever. So she. Um, <laughs> She did an apology. Is that the workaround now? Is that yeah, how you threaten yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, you say go die, and then you say in Minecraft she's, or whatever. She's not, an, and I, I really, I'm not one to, to talk, but she's really not an attractive woman for OnlyFans. Her, what's her voice doing, too? That was the first that, one I was watching I, that's these. That's I thought she might be trans. She has a very masculine, she sounds like she's on... Therapy. Even the way she talks when she says "ratch," like I'm ratch, like what? This, yeah, this ratch. is like this yeah. is like the the children of Paris Hilton. You know, I think there's like this this bourgeoisie bimbo kind <laughs> kind of chic kind of like this is like wannabe. A thing, She's know? a wannabe bourgeoisie. That's that's the problem. She wasn't raised with class, so she doesn't know class. She just she. She kind of reminds me of the Jeffree Star type, if you guys are familiar. Right. Are we sure she's not on drugs, though, too? Because no, she's definitely I, on drugs. That's, okay, I was going to add that to, was, like, like, Xanax, Molly. I've confirmed this from, like, listening and watching her dad. So uh, I want to play a little bit of her, because her dad ends up going off on her on, a, on his own live stream. I want to watch a little bit of that. But first, here's her apology video where she's apologizing to everybody for making fun of the, the cancer. Oh, she looks so contrite. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, uh, Abundance, sorry, S-O-R-Y, that's so me, I'm sorry, sorry, S-O-R-Y, be how I be feeling, and I really feel super, like, I feel, I'm like, oh my god, I'm having an emotional, I'm having an emotional, emotion moment right now, and I feel really sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. Sorry. So that also goes on for several minutes, but I think you get the idea. Oh my God. Uh, I'm, and, okay. I, it, <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm not trying to 
be mean here. Is she, does she have something? Well, I think she has like probably at least one or more personality disorders. Like BPD or something. I mean, her dad, her dad definitely said, I mean, I I guess you're probably going to play some of what, what her father said, but her dad did say that she's been to like a lot of, uh, clinics and things okay. and he spent a lot of money on her 51 uh, mental health. Yeah, yeah, I mean uh, that yeah. That means sh- involuntarily like she's been locked up against her will in a mental institution is what yeah. 5150 is. Yeah, yeah, it sounds too like I mean he also said in the fa- like I don't know how normal the father is. I don't know anything about these people, but he also said I mean like she's going and putting like cat who in her, you know, sister's room and things like that. So I just don't, I don't feel like you're dealing with someone that's particularly, uh, you know, well. Well, yeah. Yeah, she eats Taco Bell too. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I love that part of this, like the fast food bag and plastic cup. It's like, do you guys, did you guys see that like New Yorker cover? Do you know the yes. one talk, the girl yes. and the, the apartment's mm-hmm. like just a mess. With the hairy legs you know, and the, the cat pill, on the table. The pill bottle yeah. and like the, you know. <laughs> The work from home, but everything within the frame is clean and, and orderly. This is like, this is what our culture is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the child of feminism and secularism <laughs> coming home to roost. I just feel bad because it's pretty clear that she's obviously got something wrong in terms of, you know, her mental health is probably way off the rails. Um, and I definitely mean, you guys even said it too, it looks like she does drugs, or at least she's on something. And there's other videos of her that are just they're so bizarre, like they're just so strange in the way that she's talking. And even the way she's yelling at the camera, it's very strange. And I think what makes me disturbed is the fact that if this woman has an OnlyFans, why are people subscribing to this content? Yeah, It's like watching a train wreck. Why? It's like giving money That's- to someone who's what? <laughs> That's my theory. She's like a, a Trisha Paytas or like, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like people are watching her more because they think it's funny. They're looking for their next clip. I mean, she's, she's just, making more money on OnlyFans than I make from my day job. <laughs> I just, it's like she's, so exploitative. Well. Show, more, show more feet, LP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she got more hate. For the apology, like her apology video had like 20 likes and like 30,000 down votes. And I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, like it was that, like nobody seems to like her. And so then she made another video where she calls everybody jealous. I want to play a little bit of this one here. What's up, faggot? Uh, I mean, whoa, whoa. ATMs. So like, I just want ATMs. That's what she calls her audience. To come on here. I mean, that's kind of funny. Just be, just be fucking rich, and just show you guys the view out of my castle. By the way, when she's saying rich, that means rich. Recap and just let you guys know all this is mine. I fucking own it, and it feels amazing to you know just every day wake up and just look at the fucking poor people. My my uh, people, shut up! You're fucking poor. So yeah, this is the view from my castle. It's really nice. It's really chill vibes. And like, I just, you know, every morning before I wake up, I just, and you know, get to my being gorgeous. I just look outside and I'm like, uh, I just feel really philanthropy and like thankful that I'm not fucking poor. Oh my God. Say philanthropy. I feel really philanthropy. Runs like a fucking (laughs) poor bitch. She's in a hotel. Guys, I hope you guys like my castle view. (laughs) 
you got shut up you're literally all just jealous like it's not my fault i'm rich and you're not <laughs> and by the way i own all of fucking this all of this is mine mm. shut up all right and she's fun at parties <laughs> so yeah so i mean that's basically it um I don't think we even have to play the dad video. It's, it's like you said. Can we please come on? You want you want to watch a little I, bit? Of, I want to see. Yeah, I Jack, give see us a it. one if you want to watch your dad talk about her. Give us a two if you want us to move on to another funny video that I have. I want to see the dad, dad is sort of sweet. The dad's kind of sweet. You get the. I mean, I get the impression that you know he probably does his best. Uh, you never know like what the home life is like. I mean, apparently the reason he was even talking is because he was screaming at the younger sister. Uh, in a video and that the older one recorded it and put it on the internet as you do. I mean, just, just casually, I often record, record my parents screaming at my siblings. Yep. Cool. Um, but you know, he seems sweet. He seems like he's trying. Seems like we're getting mostly ones. Okay. So we'll, we'll play a little bit of this here for you. Due to some family drama, um, my oldest daughter has, uh, with her streaming, uh, internet, life that she has for herself she's um she has decided to uh involve her rest of her family into that drama that she has imposed upon us all um and the uh you know there's been a lot of things i i was not aware that she was live streaming while she's sleeping like who does that like who just puts on a camera and just films herself while she's sleeping but again i don't understand uh, the current culture of what people will watch as entertainment or to pass the time. Um, I, I see guys are connecting. Uh, yes, I am getting a Corvette. I'm getting a Corvette C8 next week. That's been, I guess, the talk of most of the comments. And I have, I've been on uh, IP2. I've, uh, I've seen the post um, and I've seen, I've read a lot of the comments. So uh, as they say in Reddit, the comments are, the gold is always in the comments. So um, uh, Maya West since you want to, you know, dox me and put my home address out on the internet, blast me and my social media accounts and the things that I'm trying to do with my life in the world, I'm doing this live as kind of my response to that. Now, I'm not trying to seek retaliation. I'm not. I really am not trying. I'm not trying to be vindictive. But the point is, is that I raised you on my own for 13 years. 13 years as a single parent. Never been the best parent in the world. There's a lot of parents out there probably have been in similar situations to the one I'm in right now that can totally identify with what I'm having to deal with right now. I'm dealing with a whole bunch of crap right now. But I'm an adult, and I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it, and I'll move on. But, Maya, you just now just started being an adult, and you've never had to pay for really anything in your life. You've never had to be responsible for bills. But that that all ended last night because you decided to call the cops thinking that I'm going to threaten your life and kill you, which there is no record of that, completely false, but just to get attention from the internet and increase your view count and likes and subscribers, whatever your aims were, you basically acted out a scenario where your life was in danger. You called 911. So this is completely self-imposed. You, evict, you evicted yourself before I had a chance to. So congratulations, Maya or Tessie or however you pronounce that bullshit name. Okay, by the way, if you guys want to interject or want me to pause, you can just, just start talking and I'll pause it. But I This just... is weird. I see where she got her her shtick from. Her dad, I mean, yeah, he seems like an 
okay guy that this is not appropriate. <laughs> like, yeah, that, it's, that's, it's bizarre. It's weird yeah. to go and talk about your family on, and you're like the adult in this situation. You know what I mean? Like I, man, I, I could never do something like that to my kid. Yep. I hope. Yep. Yeah. I think it gets better as you watch, as you watch, like, I, okay. I mean, I watch this in full. It does actually get better because of the way he talks about her, I think that, I don't know, maybe it's because I just feel like a, a sense of, I feel sad for these parents. They're having to deal with butthole kids that he, go on the internet. He needs internet to deal with that on the internet, though. That's Oh, for sure. I, I totally yeah, agree. I, I, I don't think... agree. Well, yeah, yeah so, th so that's the thing. And later on in the video, he talks about people. He's like, he's like, please stop sending me the, like, porn of my daughter. You know, so people are, like, sending him videos of her sticking dildos up her ass or whatever so sorry to be crude but that's the world mm. we live in people and this is what, like like i wouldn't want to go and make a video but if that was me i'd probably eat a shotgun you know what i mean if, I, if that was the situation i was in where people were sending me porn now, from, now like, i know why like tia gets porn his, you know what i mean gets like, his daughter checked that, that would this be a is... Sopoku situation this stuff is weirdly common, though, because um, I don't know if you guys are aware of a young girl called Danielle Kahn, and she, I mean, there's some debate over her age. I believe she's somewhere in the realm of 13 she to was 16. 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah was, so, she's the girl that was 15, and she would do try-on hauls, like, uh, yeah. outfit yeah. try-ons. Her dad was actually behind it, wasn't he? Well, her, her mom was, like, is behind it. it. And her father mom? was okay. the one who made a video similar to this, basically being like, okay. I love my kid. And she's actually 14. She's not 16. You guys are basically encouraging child porn. Yeah, I mean, this what's creepy to me is that this stuff is not even uncommon. If my parents ever got on the internet and were like, Sydney is actually blah, I'd be like, oh my god. What is happening? Should we watch it's a little nuts. bit more of this? I feel like the middle is the, is uh, the cutest. You know, yeah, you, you played yourself. Yes. I have records on top nice of records of bills on top of bills. I've paid for $5,000 ambulance rides for her. I've done all of that. So as a parent, anybody out there that can associate with that, I've, I've done a, above and beyond the call of duty as a parent to try to get her help. She also refused therapy. She's, she, was seeing, uh, she was seeing two different ter ther counselors and therapists in Arkansas. And then here, she was seeing two different counselors and therapists. And eventually, none of it worked. Because therapy and counseling, you have to be invested in it too. You have to choose who you want to be and what you're gonna, information you're going to take in and if the counselor is going to work for you or not. She never wanted it. She never did because she chose which, who she wanted to be just like she's choosing who she wants to be right now. And who she is is not the person that I raised. It's not the person that she was when she was young. She used to be a super sweet girl. I used to, you know, when, she, when she'd have a birthday, I would blow up. Um, this is sad. This I would, I would blow up because I didn't have a helium tank at the time. I would literally blow up 100, 200 balloons and fill up a room with balloons. I'd fill up a room with balloons so she could just have those memories. There's been times where, as a single parent, for any single parents out there, that it's it's tough. It's 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 one of the hardest jobs in the world. You know, single mothers, grandmothers, aunts, uncles, people that have to raise a kid. It's 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 freaking hard. It's hard. I've traveled the world with my two girls. They've been to over 28 countries in this world, and I've given them everything I could to give them 
wonderful memories, to give them wonderful life experiences. We're here in the Woodlands, Texas, which anybody can Google Woodlands, Texas. It normally makes the top 10 best places to live in America. <laughs> I brought them here so they can have cultural diversity, so they can have access to great schools yep. because nice. we were living in a nice house. All right. Um, yeah, I will say, I, I will say like uh, everybody's on his side in terms of like, he has the opposite ratio where there's like 20 down votes and 30,000 likes and stuff like that. So people yeah, yeah. are on his side. It's just for me, it's like, it's weird to, uh, he, he is sympathetic. You're like, you're right. Like when he, when you yeah. hear him telling his story, so I can maybe give him a pass, but it's just, I don't know, man. That's bizarre. Don't get me wrong. It's private, so it's private info, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, the, but like when, yeah. The fact Sorry. that he struggled for years to raise his daughters, right? I mean, I understand why he's so incredibly frustrated. And for his, now keep in mind, LP, the, what made him snap was his daughter lied, called the police and said he was trying to, he was threatening her. Right. So that was his breaking point. He finally, he's busted his ass. His daughters went to all these countries. He, he struggled on his own. He probably had to pay for help. He spent every extra penny he had to ensure that his daughters would not want for anything. And then she goes and does this shit. She's sticking things in her butthole on video <laughs> to make money while her dad is busting his ass. She still lives at home. And she's, I am guessing, over 18 if she's on OnlyFans. And so I understand he broke. He didn't need to break publicly, but he, he needs to get her ass arrested for, for a false police report. And right here in the Woodlands, Texas, that shit would go. They would. They'd throw, they'd throw her, her uh, ass. Girls like head. that don't go to jail for shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they would. No, Here in the no, Woodlands, they, they would. Pretty privilege. Pretty privilege. No, nope, not the Woodlands. The She's on. not pretty. She's pretty enough. I feel like it's more than that, though. I mean, I feel like she's attacked verbally, at least. The younger sister, too, or has done some really, really mean things to the younger sister. And I think that he's probably reacting to that sort of situation. These are, these are always such odd scenarios because I think what makes young women act like this like let's take out for a second the mental health element what drives women towards doing this sort of thing in the first place and i okay. think that that's that's a good starting point of like what did you do wrong dad that made this happen potentially I, I would normally agree with that but i've also seen plenty of cases where the parent works really really hard i think she wants attention i mean at the end of the day she's her own adult like oh for sure no but i mean like i go what is it I feel like it's just like, but why? I'm not blaming single dads. I mean, like you said, I think single parents, oh, you know, oh, it's oh. such a tough job. I just okay. always want to know, like, why these women get to this place. Society. Yeah. And because they're, if you think about it, she is given this opportunity. She can go online. She can show the body parts that she was born with, and she can make tons of money. And there's really very little recourse for her negative actions other than downvotes. She's still going to be getting her pink Lamborghini at some point. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I just feel for this guy. Honestly, I know it's strange. Yeah. I know you guys are like, Sid, what are you saying? But I honestly, I feel for this dude because it's like, I mean, I'm raising girls. God, I have one of my girlfriends, actually, she's, um, you know, she really wants to have kids in the next couple of years. And she's like, I don't want a girl. I just want two boys. Give me two boys. I don't want a girl. Girls are too hard. I'm not going through this stuff. And I kind of get why. I mean, like this guy's got two of them and one of them's, you know, obviously doing things that are really, really disturbing and distressing. Girls are yeah. great until they hit the teen years, right? <laughs> right? They're probably easier than boys when they're, they're little because they're so nice and they're not as rambunctious and dirty but then they become teenagers and then it's like the whole thing flips astronomically. 
Okay, uh, speaking of parenting, I have a little TikTok video I want to play for you guys. I know we're going over time, but uh, this won't take too long, and it'll be worth it, I think. Let's check this out. ...in my car for 30 minutes because fucking parenting is hard. It's hard because they're little mirrors. If if I want my son to be a better person or to grow up and just be a good fucking human, I have to be a good person. He mimics everything I do. He mirrors everything. So if I have a fucking bad attitude, he's going to have a goddamn bad attitude. If I say fuck, of course he's going to say fuck. I have to change me to change him. I've just been yelling in my car. Okay. Uh, so I have thoughts on this and I've seen other people talk about it. And, and I, I have a different take than that, but I want to hear what you guys, so I actually have a theory about this. Oh so I want to hear what you guys have to say. And this will be a way of me testing my theory. Okay, Sydney, you go. Oh, I don't no, don't start with me. I honestly just <laughs> okay. I, I I understand that she is losing her fucking mind and I'd rather her do this in her car on TikTok so that other mothers learn <laughs> rather than in front of her son. Uh, I do believe that she's correct in many ways that your children will mimic you um that yeah you have to be a good person if you want them to be good people uh i i really feel bad for this woman like i think she's just she's at her fucking wits and she should have got a book just... <laughs> but why would you put this on the internet though like, um, I, again I... it goes back to that whole we overshare everything people people take pictures of their poop i mean people share things that that I don't know if it's they they think that what they're doing is they're helping other people by being relatable. And I think a lot of people don't realize that it's not just your friends that see this. Like yeah, the well, internet, yeah. everybody, this this is on I mean, we're three strangers and we're sitting here criticizing what this woman just said. She put herself out there. I think that we're just in a world of people oversharing. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely part of it. Maybe, maybe I'm hardcore towards this sort of stuff, but I feel like if you're a dirtball, maybe you shouldn't have kids. And you, I mean, I know plenty of people that, and maybe it's because I'm not in that child stage yet. I mean, I hopefully will have a couple years before I have kids. Um, but I, I feel like you should at least be in a spot where you can impart good values and things onto your kids if you intend to have offspring. Is that not sort of the purpose Besides, obviously, to carry on the, you know, the human population, don't you want to have good, well-adjusted, well-rounded children? I feel like a lot of people just feel like kids are sort of, not toys, that's not the right terminology, but you guys get my, you get my drift. Their lifestyle kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they don't I want agree. to adapt. I agree with you, but that's not how life happens. Uh, I know. Sales, things. Um, and also the people who tend to wait until it's the right time are the ones who end up infertile and they're in their 40s and they don't have kids. So I say have some kids, buckle up, buckaroo and learn.
just figure it the fuck out and scream in your car for 30 minutes if that's what it takes she will hopefully come out of this being a better parent I hope. But it almost seems like she's like resentful of the fact that she has to not be a dirtbag like that's what i took from that i didn't I, take i didn't i didn't get the impression this is someone who's like i want to be the best parent i can possibly be and be a great human being i got oh shit my kid is going to turn into a pain in the butt that's going to do crap things and swear and be a little jerkwood if I act that way. And it's like, oh, damn, I have to change my behavior. And so I get I didn't get anything positive watching that. I was like, wow, you shouldn't have children. I know plenty of parents that are stressed out, frustrated all the time. I, was, I mean, like a, a friend of mine was even telling me I, we were chatting after um, we were in studio together. We were chatting the other day. She was like telling me all the stuff about, you know, her. she's got two kids. And she was just like, Sid, like, it's just tough. Like, I just want to cry sometimes. And I'm like, cool. But I mean, she's like absolutely like running herself ragged, trying to be like this just badass, great mom for these little people. This is not, that's not what I got from this woman. Yeah. Maybe she that's why I'm like. And you're, the story you're telling me is your friend told you this privately. I'm in some sure. very private Facebook groups that only people like, only people that deal with epilepsy, I have epilepsy or neurological disorders are in or groups of things, parents that are losing their fucking minds. And you'll have like, you know, less than a hundred women that you all kind of sort of know and you can vent to one another, but it's not public. And everybody sure. in the group isn't going to screenshot your complaints. Anyway, LP, I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, yeah. well, I, I'm basically <laughs> considering my theory confirmed, which is that people who don't have kids are going to be a lot harder on this women, woman than people who do. And that's kind of what I'm getting from you two. And like, that's how, and the other people I watched, they didn't have kids and they're <laughs> just being like, oh, what a baby grow up. But this is the thing, parenting is hard. And you are gonna, like, I had a day like this. I had a day where I was like at the end of my rope. You know what I mean? And I didn't fucking film myself and put it on the internet. I, I don't think that's a good idea. But the fact that she at least has the kind of like self-awareness to say like, I know I have to do better makes me think that her and the kid probably gonna be okay. You know what I mean? Cause, cause yeah. you have to, when you have a kid, at least it's for me, and, and Cindy is saying like, you should be a good person first, which is like, ideally, yes, you should be. <laughs> and Annika is saying that's not how life works, which is like, yeah, realistically, that's not gonna be the way for it. So there's gonna be some shitty people who have kids, and some of those people are gonna rise to the occasion, and some of them won't. But I think she, this one was gonna be okay. It is hard, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, that's-, that's I, I took this as self-criticism that she is, being transparent with her own inadequacies that she feels as a parent and that she's putting this out there hoping that she'll become better. Does that make sense? Like an accountability post, does that make sense? Like, yeah. I don't know if that resonates with anybody out there, but I, I definitely felt that this was her anger toward herself for not rising to the occasion prior to having children, not so much resentment. Because I see a lot of resentment posts online and they infuriate me because the child is a child. Like, you, yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. I mean, they're, they're anyway, like, but that's, that's how I saw her. And I did feel really bad for her. 
It's so funny that all three of us have had such a different take to this because I mean, I, you know, I'm Captain Doom and Gloom as per usual over here. Like mm, this is a person who doesn't want to change. And you guys are kind of flirting in this, like, no, this, this woman is self-aware enough to actually have these thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I try to give the benefit of the doubt, especially with people that I don't think I'm going to agree with their views. Like women with a tattoo on her neck and multiple nasal piercings. I'm like, eh, but I, I try to say, okay, how can I see her side of it? But I completely agree with that. Now, now, if I were to find out that she's prone to having a breakdown like this every other day, <laughs> that would change my opinion. I'd be like, this is just crazy. Agreed. She's just yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt too on that. Um, okay, I have, I have one last one for you guys. And uh, this one... So, so far we've all cried tonight, but ULP. <laughs> yeah, well, th this might be the one that, that does it for me here. Let me pull this. Oh, up. Christ, no, not this one. <laughs> okay. This did me in, man. I... <laughs> A lot of people got something to say about the fact that I got six kids with six different men. So I'm just gonna tell y'all why it is better to do it this way. If I had six kids with all the same dude, I get 34% of his income, which is only $680 a month. If I got six kids with six different dudes, I get 17% from each one of them, which is $340 a month from each one. $340 a month times six baby daddies is $2,040. So why don't you have six baby daddies? A lot of people got something to say about the fact that I got six kids with okay. six different men. Uh, uh, so I'm just going to tell y'all why. I don't know where she lives. But in the woodlands, $2,040 ain't a lot of money. That don't go very far. <laughs> I can't even tell if this, is, if this is like real or not. That's my biggest thing is like, that's how stupid think, people are. I, think, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I was under the impression child support was based on your income. That's why these girls go get pregnant by athletes so they can get millions of dollars a year because they get a certain percentage of his income. It yes, is. it is. It is based on income. Yeah. Okay, it's not like the yeah. government just gives you three hundred dollars per kid. No, but I think what she's getting. At, I think there's some truth to what she's getting at in the sense that there's like caps to how much any one man can pay, and and most men aren't, you know, NFL players or whatever. So most men, the amount of child support you're going to get is going to be a few hundred, three, four, five hundred dollars a month, and. If they, if you have like three kids with a the guy, there probably is like a diminishing returns. I'm not, I don't know, I don't know, I'm, I don't know, like exactly. Then get bunk I think there's probably it. some some truth to that. But I also, I was just saying, I think she's probably trolling. The mask yeah. is oh. a little bit of a giveaway, right? Like, and the way she's talking, I think was kind of <laughs> over the top. I think she was kind of putting it on quite a bit. I mean, but th I think what scares me about this, though, is there's probably people out there who at least have this mentality in some, d Absolutely. like, to some extent. Absolutely. And I think that's why yep. the fact that we can't even determine whether or not this is true or not, yep. whether this person is taking the piss or whether they're being serious, goes to show that people think like this. Uh, dude, yeah. I just... Pose law, where it mimics reality me... to the point you can't distinguish whether or yes. not... Yeah, that's the, I think, Poe's law. And that's why you got to go make towel, fellas. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> or don't the child support thing. Don't, it's uh, don't stick your dick in crazy. Isn't that another one that. Yeah, actually, that's a, that's a, that works better. I, I'm joking. I'm married. <laughs> so her mask, married. is this, a, is this how she got pregnant? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
Maybe if she was actually, you know, maybe if her mask actually looks like that when she goes into sexual situations, maybe she wouldn't get pregnant. Jesus Christ. And then that's what her condoms look like. <laughs> okay. Or, I'm or she's all, innocent. She's I'm a nice girl. Up. That would straight over my head. <laughs> that's, that's what her panties look like after six babies. Oh my gosh. I just, it was, this was funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I thought we'd go out on that one. And we are we are over time, so we're going to wrap up the show here. So we, yes, thanks for thanks so much for joining us, Cindy. Do you want to plug some things? you want to tell people where to find? I put links to your Twitter and YouTube in the channel, but why don't you tell us what is planned on the road ahead for you? Oh, in terms of not getting deleted from the internet? <laughs> Um, at the moment, I really want to start putting stuff on my own website. So I'm making that. So if people want to subscribe to my email list, go for your life. I promise I won't abuse you with like lots of annoying content. I just don't do that. Otherwise, YouTube, obviously, they delete my subscribers all the time. So if you want to find me, I'm actually what I'm going to do after this is go and film a video because your girl needs to get some work done. Um, but other than that, you know, God knows how long I'm going to be here on Twitter and other platforms. So just cross your fingers for me, I guess. Well, there you it's have been it. a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... um, that was. I knew I wanted to have you on the show because I knew it'd be just fun and we'd be able to just like all kind of relax. So we'll have to do it again sometime. You have to come back because oh, it yeah, really sure. was a blast. Uh, and I'm thanks... less elusive the second time around, so you're good. <laughs> well, you know, we'll give you a break. I'm not. I'm not going to be banging down your door next month or anything. But yeah, it really was Sydney. fun. Uh, I need that on a shirt, at least with Sydney Watson. <laughs> I did want to say, too, thanks to Concerned Patriot, who sent us a $3 uh, on um, whatchamacallum there, the Streamlabs. He says, go to youtube.com slash nowhitegilt. So thanks for the donation. Thanks to everybody for watching. And we're going to call it a day. Catch you all on the flip side. Peace out. Peace. Sydney, you can stick around for a second. Oh, yeah, cool. Let's go. Okay. We're off. Okay. No, I have daughters, so I don't, I don't discuss. <laughs>